Hello and welcome to Maggie's Running Podcast. I'm Maggie Cooper. Um, this week I want to talk about an interesting book which I read. Um, it's called Spark, uh, The Revolutionary New Science of Exercise in the Brain by somebody called um, John Ratty, who I believe is a professor of uh, psychology um, somewhere in the United States. <laughs> um, it's a bit vague, isn't it? Maybe John Hopkins, I'm not sure. Anyway, um, it's a very interesting book um, and uh if you want to find it, I'm sure you'll be able to find it on um, Amazon or uh, in a bookshop or something. Um, so I want to talk about that as well as um, as well as my running. Uh, it's been a bit of a, a strange week, really, running wise, because uh, we were we kind of took a couple of days off went camping or kind of camping. Actually, I have to say, I didn't actually camp. I came back home because the campsite wasn't that far away, and our car is so small we couldn't fit the big tent in, so we couldn't all fit in the tent. Well, it would have been would have been a bit of squeezed, as with the dog as well. Um, so um, me and my eldest son um, just came back home and had a decent night's sleep, and left uh, my poor husband and uh, two smaller children um, camping, which I think they quite enjoyed. And uh, then I went back the next morning and um, met up with them again. So um, it meant I, I didn't actually do any running for um, Monday and Tuesday, um, but I still wanted to try and get in my mileage for the rest of the week. So I ended up feeling a little bit like I was playing catch up all week, trying to just make sure I logged enough uh, miles um, to get to my target by the end of the week, which I did. Um, but it's, it felt a little, a little bit like um, a sense of duty rather than a joy this week. I have to say, just trying to get those um, those miles in. And I, uh, unfortunately, I also meant I missed out on the uh, the speed session at the track, which I quite enjoy. Of all the sessions, it's probably my favourite one. Um, we did quite a bit of walking um, well on um, on Tuesday though, and that kind of aggravated my ankle. I, I thought it was just the running really that aggravated my ankle, but in fact, walking almost seems to be worse. Um, I had this problem since. Uh, in June, middle of June, where I, I did a fast 5K and it's really hurt just on and off ever since then. It doesn't hurt, hurt all the time. It's a bit odd. It just hurts some of the time. Um, but anyway, the walking seemed to aggravate it. So now it hurts again, which is a bit annoying because I thought it was sort of got a bit better. Not to worry either. Um, well, either I'll <laughs> be hobbling around or uh, or it'll just go. I'm not sure. I hope, hopefully it'll just go. Um, so anyway, that meant that I had to catch up the miles um, one way or another, which I did, um, and uh, did a quite nice little hill session on Saturday, um, which was similar to what we've done before with you know, doing these um, like some um, a couple of skipping up up the hill but, um, twice, and then um, doing this sort of slow motion. Um, hill exercise it's it's from the Lydiard training you know um, just trying to get really good form and then um, then the the, um, four sprints up the hill and then three minute rest and then another four sprints up the hill which is it's just really good fun and I was quite pleased because I think that the I think I probably went up faster than I ever have done before but they're all pretty consistent um and um yeah it's, it's just quite encouraging to you know, to, you know to be able to see you know some small um, amounts of improvement certainly felt better than last week's hill session which was the same but um I'd done the 800s the day before that so I think I was just my legs were just that little bit tired from that so um so that's been good that's that's I mean it, it, it although if I say it felt like a little bit like catch up and it's not necessarily as enjoyable as um some other weeks I'm still pleased that I, I reached the, the target that I set 
and hopefully I can run a bit more, um, spread the miles out a bit better over the week, um, this week. The, the problem is, you know, having two days off, uh, whereas I, I, it's not that I wouldn't have two days off in a week. I, I might only run five days a week, but they wouldn't be next to each other. So I wouldn't have to then run five days consecutively. I'd be like, run a couple of days, have a day's rest, run a couple of days, have a day's rest like that. And, and, and that's, e- that's a little bit easier on, on the, on the body, I feel. So, um, yeah, so that's 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 the kind of the 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 running week. Um, uh, also, the other thing about the running was that I've ended up running pretty much the same route. So they have, Strava has this thing now, um, a, a local legend legend, and and if you run the same run, um, you know, a certain number of times, then or even more than anybody else in the last ninety days, basically, then you become the local legend. Well, this is fine, but you know, I'm the local legend of the of the little strip of road near my house. You know, it's not <laughs> not surprising really, but. Um, yeah, I haven't really ventured out. out. Um, I'd quite like to do that because when, well, we were doing that a lot um, in the early days of the lockdown when um, you know we were encouraged to you know, try new places. But actually, although I really enjoyed doing that, I haven't done it much. It's partly just a matter of time, you know, with, with work and with uh, other um, commitments, just trying to get out and do something um, a little further afield. It's just... You know, it's just too time consuming. You know, an hour run ends up being a two hour jaunt because you've got to get there and find your route and everything. Anyway, that's not, uh, um, I'm not moaning. I'm just sort of um, saying that it's been a bit, bit of a slightly different week this week with the running. Anyway, let me talk about the book. Um, so, uh, the book's uh, called um, The Revolutionary um, New Science of Exercise and the Brain. And it's really about how um, exercise is really good for the brain. And obviously, you know, anybody who's um, done any running for any length of time is you know, pretty much knows that anyway, because you know it for yourself, you know, sometimes, I mean, it's like, like, take me for this, this week, for example, it has been a little bit hard just getting out the door because, I, I, you know, I just needed to get the, the miles in. But, and so... You think, oh, I, just, I don't, I can't be bothered to go, um, but you know, as soon as you get out the door and you start running, or really, as soon as you come back in the door after being running, you're like, hey, that was great. Um, what, what was all the fuss about? Uh, and it, it, we all know that exercise um, improves, kind of almost seems to improve everything. Really, um, makes you just makes you feel better. You feel really energized. You know, even when you're tired, tired from the running, you still feel that certain amount of energy or you, just the pleasure of, of having done it. So um, in in the book, he starts off with an interesting um, story about a school in, um, I think it's called Naperville in uh, in the States, um, where these kids basically were encouraged to run. I think it was like about a mile or something like that. It wasn't, it wasn't that, that far. Um, it, it was, the other thing that was interesting about that group of kids was that he set them with um, like heart rate monitors. So they didn't really have to run a certain... Um, Speed, you know, it wasn't the 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 fastest um, child that um, you know was necessarily um, rewarded or or encouraged or whatever. Um, but if they um, got uh, in their target heart rate, then they then that was really what they were aiming for. So there were some um, children who really were not that fast, um, and if you just looked at them, you might think they were just loafing around. But in fact, when you looked at their heart rate, they were really trying hard. They just weren't that. Know, athletic um 
But uh, the interesting thing about this group of kids, um, they they basically um, uniformly increased their scores in their tests. Um, it didn't matter whether they were from uh, rich or poor backgrounds or, or, or whether athletic or not athletic. Basically, it, it uh, just everybody improved in their in their scores in the in the um, tests and stuff in, in the school, which is really quite remarkable. Um, and that's what that's what made me really think about my my own children. Just trying to get them out and running and get their brains, um, you know, getting the blood running through the brains. And it does seem to have a lot to do with that. It does seem to be a matter of you know um, opening up the the blood vessels in the in the brain and and getting the the blood going through, and then that. That helps everything else um, get back into action. In fact, one of the things that um, run, running does, not necessarily running, any, any exercise, doesn't have to be running. And that was the important thing. It doesn't have to be running. And in fact, it was almost better sometimes to do something different than running. Um, I think he was saying things like um, where you need to have some mental challenge attached to the exercise. So something like maybe like skateboarding or where you maybe need some balance on BMX biking or, or something like that may be actually even better than, than running. But running is just so easy to do, isn't it? I mean, it's just, it's the best um I, I think because it's it's just so accessible um but um the um the body though needs a certain amount of stress um if you don't have enough stress you kind of just end up vegetating and, and then it becomes that that massive inertia um to, to try and get over that um barrier to then get out and do anything and you see that with people who get depressed they get in in the with um in themselves and then they can't get out of that kind of uh, vicious cycle and, and then they can get to a stage where you wouldn't even go out of the home because you're become agoraphobic so um you know, if you do, if you have no stress, I mean, you might say, oh, if you're depressed, you get depressed because you have too much stress. That may well be the case, um, but then um, you end up doing nothing and um, and uh, sitting around a lot. Then, then it's that then it's difficult to get out of that. So because you don't really have enough stress on your body, but um, if you have enough and some some stress, um, you know, like like. We know with exercise, like the muscles, they get stressed when you're running um, and it's good to have some recovery, which probably is why it's not a good idea for me to run five days in a row like that, but actually to have two days and then break, two days and then break, whatever. But um, you need those, you need the recovery and, um, but because you're stressing the muscles and you damage those muscle fibres and then they have to repair, then that's what makes them stronger. And it's the same with the brain. The stress that you cause on the brain by um, uh, ha- no, having stress applied to it in one way or another, um, then that forces the brain to um, you know, um, re- rewire in, in, in some, um, some way. Um, obviously, too much stress is like overtraining. So that's why you, can, you end up kind of falling apart. But you need a certain amount of stress. So exercise is a great way of sort of giving that little bit of stress to the brain, but without that kind of mental um, exertion on it. It's a kind of a, a, almost like a physical stress on it. So I thought that was um, was, was interesting. In fact, I, I think I found, uh, another thing I found really interesting, um, but it was just not really related to running though, but um, is, is similar, is um, there, was a, there was a group of workers, I think they were on a shipyard or something like that, and half of them were um, exposed to some low-level radioactivity, and the other half weren't. And they thought this was going to be damaging to these um, all these guys, thousands of them, who were exposed to this low-level radioactivity. 
And um, so they studied them and they found actually the ones who were exposed to the radioactivity were healthier than the ones who hadn't been exposed to the radioactivity. Um, I find that interesting because I work with radioactivity and I'm, I'm always being exposed to low levels of radioactivity. So I'm like, oh, yeah, so I've got it good from both worlds. I've got fit from the running and I'm made more healthy by um, being exposed to low level radiation. Um, and that, uh, though in this um, book, there were there were chapters about different um, areas, things like the, obviously I've just mentioned a bit about depression, um, obviously addiction as well, and how running really helped with addiction, uh, with ADHD, um, and with aging. Um, partic- particularly uh, aging, I was interested in um, my mum, for example. Um, he, she's been interested in some some time or for for some time uh, in doing um, some like weight training because she had um, looked at various scientific papers and sh- showing that weight training was really really good for your brain and in fact you know people should be uh, maybe people in um, old people's homes should be encouraged to do some sort of um, you know um, weight. Tra- <laughs> no, it sounds a bit funny old people doing weight training, but you no, know, it doesn't have to be like you know barbells and stuff like that. Just some some sort of weight um, exercise. It's good for um things like osteoporosis as well um but it's also very good for your for your brain um to do those types of things and um, it can help to prevent things like um alzheimer's and other types of dementia just um by in, in the same way like if, if you keep your brain active in, in any way um whether it's like doing crossword puzzles or quizzes or learning a new language or even just reading or something like that um those people are much less likely to get alzheimer's even if they have the apoe4 gene um, variant where which is makes people more susceptible to alzheimer's if you keep your brain active um whether that's through exercise or through other other ways then you're you're far less likely to get those um types of um, dementia um, one thing I, I just think it was um, amusing was um, it had um, a quote in, in the book about, um, it, sa- it said something like um, in Chinese um, that uh, the word for animal, the word for animal in Chinese is actually dongwu, um, it means um, move something. Um, and the word for vegetable, or and there's, there's, there's actually a word for like a, a person in a vegeta- vegetative state, uh, which is just, we use the same, don't we? As a vegetable is a jiruren, a vegetative somebody in a vegetative state, and um, like the jira part of it is um, a plant means plant or established. It's something that's obviously sta- stationary, whereas the dongwu, the animal, is uh, moving. Um, so if you if you don't move, then you become a vegetable essentially, and so you need to move. Everybody needs to move. If you don't move, then your brain becomes inactive and you become like a vegetable. Whereas if you uh, move, um, then then you uh, you you are you're functioning like a proper animal or a proper human being. So the the brain is able to it seems to um, repair damage to it. So you think about, um, for example, mothers who drank when they um, when they were pregnant. Um, it is possible to reverse the damage to the to the baby um, by by exercising. Um, so it's 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 there it was there was loads of really interesting things and you know let's say that thing about pregnancy for example it it said that um you know they think that the 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 babies who um you know born to mothers who exercised 
um, uh, do better because they think it may be because the babies were, like moved around in the in the womb a little bit more uh, dogged around and and that helps stimulate your, their brains. Um, it may be that it may be just that there's a better blood supply or um, you know faster blood supply, whatever it is to, to the to the brain of the fetus. It, it wasn't um, terribly clear. So there was there were lots of um, there were lots of really interesting. Um, bits and pieces in in that I was I was really interested in uh things like the ADHD and how that um might um it might help um children or uh, adults even with ADHD because they need um more um epinephrine and dopamine no yes um to um to 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 be able to like focus on something so if you run then that helps to release those um the, those neurochemicals in the brain um you know because people with ADHD actually need a certain level of stress and sometimes their things can be go, going swimmingly well for them and then um they create that create stress they create a crisis for themselves to uh, because they they need it but um yep it's a sort of exercise and running had had really helped with um people with ADHD and similarly i mean there's a there's um there's an organization called back on my F- back on my feet i think it's called or back on your feet and and they help people homeless people and they um, what they do is they take them out for a run um like some ridiculous hour of the morning um but um it's similar those those people are homeless often they suffer some sort of addiction and it showed that you know running um or any exercise um really helped with addiction I think there was one woman in the example, and she um ha- um she was a, uh, she was a, um had got addicted to alcohol through a series of unfortunate events, um and she um had skipping ropes around around her house, so she sort of felt she was, uh, or I think it was she might have been anxi- might have been anxiety. I can't remember what it was. What, this woman anyway, she had skipping ropes around the house, and if she felt either anxiety or or, or she was going to have a drink or whatever, she'd just um do some skips on her skipping rope, but that kind of was enough to just get get it back on track that's really really uh, fascinating that just doing small amount of exercise could really change things so as a result of all this anyway the long and short of it my poor kids are running around the block every day now um they don't thank me for it but maybe they will when they're older um and they're fitter and they're and they're um maybe more intelligent even than uh, their peers then uh, maybe, maybe maybe they'll thank me but um, I mean, it also made me think about, especially with aging. You know that you know as I'm, in, I'm not exactly old, but um, I'm getting older. Um, and you know, I sometimes think about giving up, stopping running. But I really think that it's it's more important than that. It's more important than doing well in the cross country race or doing well over a five k. It's much more about my whole health, my whole well being. And so um, I think that I won't be hanging up my running shoes anytime soon. Well, that's all um, for this week. Um, And I hope you can join me again next week for another episode of Maggie's Running Podcast. Bye for now.